Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Welcome to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle, LaPorte County's original social media. Sound Off is a public interest forum that encourages your voice to be heard on the topics and issues impacting our local communities. For the next 30 minutes, we invite you to be part of the conversation by calling 219-362-0522. And you can now text your questions to the Liquor Vault on-air line or by email to soundoff at 967theeagle.com. This is a topic-based program, and we ask that you keep your comments brief, concise, and related to the topic being discussed. The views expressed on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media, LLC, or the sponsors. The Liquor Vault on-air line is now open for your calls or texts at 219-362-0522. This is Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome, friends. Glad to have you with us today. Uh, it's Monday, November 1st, and you're listening to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. My name is Nate Laux, and it's an honor to be your host today. It's looking like a vote. Or Sorry, we're going to be talking about marijuana today, one of my favorite topics, correct? <laughs> the other day I was reading an article talking about the successes of marijuana legalization in Michigan for the state of Michigan's 2020 fiscal year. More than $31 million was collected from the 10% adult use marijuana excess tax. Now, in 2020, at that point, they only had medicinal marijuana. That was, again, just for the medicinal part. And that was $31 million of tax dollars that Michiganders got back into their coffers. Now, with recreational use, the state is expected to net $288 million, $288 million in annual revenue for uh, marijuana. But what caught my eye was part of the article that said, uh, that was talking about the dispensaries in Michigan, talked about the dispensaries near the Indiana-Michigan border. 60% of their clients are Hoosiers, which means that Michigan is likely profiting quite a bit from the sale of marijuana to Hoosier residents. Now, we've posted here, Stan Maddox has written articles on hometownnewsnow.com about New Buffalo talking about legalization or talking about opening up dispensaries. That's probably going to happen if we're honest with each other. So, we're talking about that as we start another legislative session here in Indiana, here in what, 49 days or something, 50 days. I'd like to hear from you. Do you think Indiana should legalize marijuana? If you have an opinion on this, call or text the Liquor Vault on airline at 219-362-0522 or email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. I'll give you that number again. It's 219-362-0522. I'd love to get your opinions on this, pro or against. What do you think about this? But first, while you call, I'll get some calls here on this day in history. 
On this day in 1954, Ellis Island closed its doors and it swung open to the world 70 years earlier for the last time. Before 1890, immigration into the U.S. was regulated by individual states rather than the federal government. However, the political, economic, and religious turmoil plaguing the European continent made the New World a lucrative destination, and the number of newcomers to America grew substantially over the 19th century. I'm going to guess, like myself, you probably have ancestors that came over at that point as well. When numbers soared to new and unprecedented heights, the state-based immigration system became untenable. And Ellis Island was established as a buffer zone for new arrivals. All in all, over 12 million immigrants entered America through Ellis Island, but it wasn't plain sailing for all of the new arrivals. 2% of them were deported back to their country of origin, and 10% were detained in the island's hospital complex to get healthy again. With America's entrance into World War I, immigration declined, and Ellis Island was used as a detention center for suspected enemies. Following the war, Congress passed quota laws in the Immigration Act of 1924, which sharply reduced the number of newcomers allowed into the country and enabled immigrants to be processed at U.S. consulates abroad. After 1924, Ellis Island switched from a processing center to serving other purposes, such as a detention and deportation center, a hospital for wounded soldiers during World War II, and a Coast Guard training center. In 1984, just a couple years after I was born, Ellis Island underwent a $160 million renovation, the most significant historical restoration project in U.S. history at the time. In September 1990, the Ellis Island Immigration Museum opened to the public, and today is visited by almost 2 million people each year. And that's on this day in history. There's a new poll out that shows a majority of Republicans in Indiana favor some form of legalization, marijuana legalization. The poll conducted by BK Strategies this past September shows that 50 52% of Republicans surveyed favor legalization for both medicinal and recreational use, while only 40% opposed. That's compared to 65% of the general population supporting both medicinal and adult use, while only 28% opposed it. 67% of independents supported it, while 20% opposed it. So as we start another legislative session here in Indiana, and our legislators undoubtedly are listening to sound off, what else would they be doing? I'd like to hear from you. Do you think Indiana should legalize marijuana? Let's get to our first caller. Thank you so much for calling the show. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. What do you think about marijuana legalization? Well, legalizing it, um, first of all, like in my business and any other businesses, we can't put stoners in our equipment, on our trucks, on our roads, delivering or hauling our product. It, it just The insurance companies will not tolerate it. And the big thing everyone pushes for all this is the new tax revenue. Well, folks, I got news for you. If you give them new tax revenue, just like the lottery was supposed to solve the road problem, haven't seen that yet. Lottery was supposed to help with education, haven't seen that yet. They're gonna figure out ways to spend that money instead of using it to cut the local property taxes on the businesses and the homeowners. So if the state does consider anything like this, and I can assure you that I will be down again this spring again, like I do every session and talking to legislators down there to put some kind of curtailment on local governments to stop looking for ways to spend more money. 
So just because they generate this revenue mm -hmm. does not mean it's going to help us. They will be figuring out more ways to hire their relatives, give out lucrative contracts, uh, more pet projects. So I, I do not think this will be good in the long run. It's my opinion. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for calling, Steve. I appreciate it, buddy. Have a good day. So we're talking about marijuana legalization in Indiana. Uh, I read an article that said 60% or so of uh, marijuana sales on the border of Michigan and Indiana in Michigan dispensaries are to Hoosiers. And so we're thinking about should Indiana legalize? The Liquor Vault on airline is 219-362-0522. I'd love to get your opinion on this. Let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks for calling. Glad to have you with us. What's your thoughts on legalization of marijuana in Indiana? Yes, yes. I don't know much about marijuana, but I know a lot about alcohol, and I'm against that, too. Look at the people that have picked up. Maybe it's on uh, marijuana. I don't know. Two or three times over the uh, legal limit. Mm -hmm. I think it's really bad. I'd like to say one thing. I'd like to uh, tell Stan Mattis, thank you for the great program he brought out of the Civic Auditorium for the veterans. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think it was great. Keep up his work. Good work. And uh, I think the way he reports the, uh, I'm sorry he has to do it, uh, all the ones they pick up are uh, over the legal limit. But mm -hmm. uh I hope he keeps up the good work. And uh, I'd like to say one other thing. I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for all the blessings he gave me and my family during my life. And uh, he said, uh, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'd draw them into me. With that, God bless everybody. Have a good day. Amen. Take care, buddy. And I'll let Stan know. I'm sure he'll be appreciated uh, of those compliments. So 219-362-0522. We're talking about marijuana legalization in Indiana as our legislators think about what they're going to vote on and push for next year. I'd love to hear what you think about this. Should Indiana remain a state that doesn't allow for medicinal or recreational marijuana use? Or should they take advantage of it like other neighboring states are? Let's get to one more call before commercial break. Hello. Thanks so much for calling and being on the show today. What's your thoughts on marijuana legalization in Indiana? Hi, Nate. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, well, um, doesn't really make any difference to me, but uh, I would just like to have somebody explain how you would do it. It seems like in the last 10, 20 years, the big push in this country and almost everywhere is a no smoking um no smoking in the restaurants, no smoking here. The teachers don't have a smoking lobby anymore. The courthouse did away with their smoking lobby for their adults. Um, where are you going to use this? I mean, you're supposed to not smoke, but yet they want to sell marijuana to smoke. Or are you just going to chew it or what? Yeah, I mean, there's certainly edibles. There's, I think, other, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to be frank with you. I'm I'm not a marijuana expert. I've got friends that are, yeah. you know, but I'm not. But yes, there are different ways to intake and ingest uh, marijuana and THC and things like yeah. that. So, um, but, but you're the host of the show for this. Um, <laughs> yeah. this uh, so topic. you know, so, I'm, I'm I'm playing a so marijuana show, expert today. Um, yep. Could you help an old man? Could you help an old man and not too bright an old man here uh, <laughs> on how? You cannot smoke, but they want to, 90%, I think, of that marijuana is wanting to be smoked, not made into Hershey bars, right? Yeah, I, again, I don't know, but, you know, <laughs> you, you bring up a good point, yeah. though, right? I mean, there, there's certainly 
you know, as the push against smoking is happening, uh, you know, will that yeah. also impact marijuana and things like that? Though cigarettes are still being sold every time I go to the gas station. So, um, you know, yeah. somebody's still smoking cigarettes. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cigars, pipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's one of the freedoms. I mean, they they've did that for... My grandpa did it real strongly, and uh, lived to be 93, so uh, I don't see any big deal with it, but I chose not to do it. You know why I never did it? Why is 25 that? cents a pack. <laughs> 25 cents a pack when I was in high school, and uh, I couldn't see uh, burning up 25 cents. Uh, yeah, I yeah. watched some friends uh, smoke four packs, and I had a dollar in my pocket. You yeah. know what I mean? Good for you, buddy. Good for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks All for right. calling. All right. Uh, We're talking about marijuana legalization in Indiana. We're going to take another our, our first break of the day. we got a couple callers. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Thanks for waiting. We're going to get to you right after this break. This is Sound Off. My name is Nate Lauks. Keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. For the most versatile applicator on the market, choose Unverfurth Force Spreaders. They can handle fertilizer, lime, and cover crop seed, and can spread up to four products with variable rates. Even in windy conditions, to resist oxidation, all Force Spreaders are built with stainless steel, an ideal match for custom applicators, as well as growers of all sizes. Precision application in a high-performance spreader. Visit your local Bain Welker dealer today, or go to bain-welker.com. Bain Welker employee-owned, customer-focused. So you're saying I could save some money now by bundling my crop protection products? But I'd miss out on the 5 to 15 bushels per acre advantage from Acuron herbicide? Mm-hmm. And the 4 bushel advantage Saltro seed treatment has over Olivo seed treatment? Yeah. And the 18 and a half bushels per acre advantage from Trivapro fungicide? Yep. So the bundle deal isn't really all that much of a deal, is it? Nope. Better yield is the better deal. Talk to your retailer or Syngenta rep to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. Acuron is a restricted use pesticide. Time now for Pet Patrol on 96.7 The Eagle. And today we have a lost male dog, Otto. He is wearing a collar and tags. He's a German Shepherd Rottweiler mix, mostly brown and black. Otto was lost in the area of Wilhelm and Fail Roads. If you've seen a German Shepherd Rottweiler mix, very tame and will come if called. Call 362-3303 or 778-9911. Those numbers again, 362-3303 or 778-9911. And if your pet runs off or you find somebody else's lost pet, call 362-6144 to report that lost or found pet for the next Pet Patrol. Pet Patrol airs throughout the day, Monday through Friday, as part of your update news, and it's absolutely free. That number again for Pet Patrol, 362-6144. Ben Conowitz here, Laporte Seamless Gutter, 219-362-9972. You know, fall is here, and that means leaves and debris for your gutter system. We've got three separate types of gutter guard for your home. Leaves and debris come in all shapes and sizes. We don't need a one-size-fits-all for your gutter. Give us a call today for a free estimate at 219-362-9972, or you can visit us on the web, www.lpseamless.com. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid abuse and looking for help to work on recovery, housing, employment, treatment, and establishing a long-term relationship with a peer recovery coach, don't wait. Get the help you need today. North Shore Health Centers and HealthLink have partnered to bring this substance abuse program to the area. Located at 508 Legacy Plaza in LaPorte, just off Monroe Street. Call the mobile response team today, 888-580-1060. That's 888-580-1060. 
Look at all the things I've collected over the years in here, Dave. Why, Dad? So you'll have many things to remember me by, and, you know, I'm sure you can use it all someday. But, Dad, I, I can't use all these things. Yeah, but just think, it's all yours someday. Oh, wow. Thanks, Dad. Is that a bumper I see buried with this stuff? Oh, hey, I believe it's your mom's 1976 Pinto. And again, it's going to be yours someday. Do you have things you don't need or want anymore? Are you tired of seeing things that you thought was a good idea to buy and then turn around and put it away in some corner of your garage? Well, you're in luck. At 96.7 The Eagle, we can help by reading your garage, rummage, estate, or yard sale during Tradio. All you need to do is visit hometownnewsnow.com, click on the Submit tab, and fill out the form, and we'll contact you for the payment. It's that simple. Of course, we do accept debit and credit cards for payment. So listen weekdays at 945 for your sale to be read live on 96.7 The Eagle, and check out the listings at hometownnewsnow.com. Thank you for tuning in to Sound Off. You can now text or email your questions directly to the studio. Call or text 362-0522 or email your questions to soundoff at 967theeagle.com. This is Sound Off. Welcome back, friends. We've got our Cheech and Chong episode going. We're talking about marijuana legalization in Indiana. Uh... Obviously, there's a lot of stuff happening in Michigan right now with that. There's uh, on hometownnewsnow.com. Stan Maddox has recently reported that New Buffalo is talking about allowing dispensaries into New Buffalo. And I, I did ask Stan, do you think that's probably going to happen? And he says, probably. So um, that's going to change things. And so are we missing out here in Indiana on tax revenue? Are we missing out for people to, to you know, uh, participate in marijuana? Would you like to see that happen in this year's legislative session? We're getting your opinions on this, 209-362-0522. You can call me or text me or email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. Let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for waiting on the line during commercial break. Hey, what's your thoughts on this? Do you think marijuana should be legalized in Indiana? Yes. All right. Hello? Yeah, you're on. Okay. Uh, yes, I think it should be legalized because uh, we are losing a lot of money to Michigan and other places. And... Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, everybody says, oh, well, you know, if you know, they smoke marijuana, they're going to go to harder drugs. Well, look at, you know, when you drink beer, oh, well, I'm not getting a, a buzz off of beer. I'm going to go to whiskey. And from whiskey, they go, you know, whatever. And I think, you know, uh, it should be, you know, legalized. And, you know, look at the money that we could use. To, you know, help elderlies and the veterans and all this. And the veterans, I mean, I was in the Army. I was drafted in 71. Happy veterans And I buddy. never, thank you. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, uh, sent overseas. I never smoked uh, marijuana in that. But when I went over there, it was just, you know, uh, the uh, government allowed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for us to keep fighting and, you know, this and that. And then when you come back, oh, no, you know, you can't do that. Well, you know, they overlooked it in, you know, uh, overseas. But, you know, now, you know, <laughs> you can't do it. Well, 
I think it should be legalized and, you know, it helped the uh, vets out to, you know, sure. that are coming back and their PSPD, you know, whatever that is. Yep, yep. And, you know, it calms them down. It calmed me down. Yep. And I think it should be legalized. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate that, uh, that perspective on uh, veterans, especially. Right, let's get to another caller. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. What's your thoughts on marijuana legalization in Indiana? Are you for it or against it? Hi, is this me? Yeah, this is you. Hi. Um, I'm going to try to talk quickly because it's a lot to talk about, but sure. I am um, against it. And um, I'm, I'm a younger person. I'm, I'm in my mid-30s. I grew up as a pothead, and I live in <laughs> Michigan. Where, where it, uh, so it took me a long time to study politics and, and religion and stuff to, to come to this conclusion. And there's all kinds of great arguments for the, um, you know, the classical liberal view about, you know, my body, my choice, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, but, there, but, there, but, there is a, uh, but there is a current, and, and the current is, is uh, far left. So, so, uh, so it's kind of a, it, it's a weird place to be. And that's why we can't get a lot in because, because I'm against it when I, when I'm, when I'm still more of a classical liberal than a liberalist. Mm-hmm. So you understand that, that this is, this is a way where, where liberation is a form of control because what do we do here in Michigan? We all showed up to vote for our, for our marijuana governor. And, and instead, we got tons of left policies that we, don't, we didn't know anything about. We don't follow. Most people are just potheads. They sit at home, and they just think that that, that pot means freedom. But in, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so, th- I mean, you've got to study the issue, you know. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're talking about marijuana legalization. Uh, I read a study, or I read an article recently, and it said that uh, of the dispensaries in Michigan that are close to the state line, 60% or more of their clients are coming from Indiana. And so we're talking about should Indiana legalize marijuana or not and take advantage of some of that tax revenue. All right, let's get to another caller. Thank you so much for waiting. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening to the show. What's your thoughts on marijuana legalization? Well, I'm not opposed to it at all. Uh, I still think that there are medicinal uses for marijuana that have yet to be discovered. Uh, I, for one, have no interest in using it at my age. But uh, if I had some medical condition where I needed a derivative from it, I I would be not opposed to taking that were it legal. But uh, I think that uh, it would raise... uh, just what the statistics you're saying, 60%, that's a, a good chunk of change right there. And let's be realistic, it's here already. You know, may not be legal, but there's a lot of people smoking it in their homes. But uh, I, I would say, too, with the stipulation, you know, you can't have an open alcohol container in a car. I don't think you should be allowed to smoke marijuana in your vehicle either. You know what I what I'm saying? You're, mm-hmm. yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to become intoxicated with it while you're driving, of course. You know, but I have questions about. Uh, say they pick someone up that's obviously been smoking it. Uh, are they over the limit, or do they have a testing uh, a capability to know if someone's really? Uh, I don't know. I'd say it intoxicated or beyond uh, 
over the limit yeah. to even yeah, be driving. Yeah, it'd be interesting to, uh, to hear that from any of our listeners that know in states like Colorado yeah. or Oregon or something like this. Uh, what, what is the OWI kind of metric for that? You know, is it just if you have THC in your system? Well, you could have it for a couple of days from what I understand. So I don't know if that's, it's oh, not like alcohol, you know. Um, I, that, I think it's longer than that, Pastor. I yeah, think that yeah. if you smoke that stuff, they can detect it for like a month. Yeah, it could be. I, I, I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, like you said, I don't know what it is then you know uh what how they can measure whether or not you've got it in your system and and the thing whether or not the marijuana in your system is impairing you in any way um but i'm sure there's some kind of metric and some kind of way they can do that in other states i mean that's the one thing that i think as i was talking to others before the the show is you know it's not new i mean there, there are states that have had 10 plus years of legalization and things like that and so i'm sure some of these things they probably have it more worked out now than they did 10 years ago, you know, on how to do that kind of stuff, so. Not only that, but uh, uh, we wouldn't have uh, people uh, being incarcerated for just possession. Uh, you wouldn't have uh, cases going into the courts just for someone having uh, um, an amount of marijuana. I don't even know nowadays. Uh, I'm retired, so I don't even know what the... Uh, metrics are as far as possession as far as weight and uh, how much you have to have before it went from misdemeanor to felony and all that i don't know those things now yeah it's, uh, it's all changed it, it's it's ironic and, you say that because most of the the law enforcement officers i know again not not from what i understand not pot smokers themselves but because they have it they deal with it so often they would almost prefer legalization because they don't they, they don't want to arrest somebody that just has it on their person right you know if, if they're if they're not yeah. high or anything like that but because of the laws in indiana are the way they are you certainly have to do something about it when you see it so well hey thanks yeah. so much for calling buddy i appreciate it all right, we're talking about marijuana legalization in Indiana. Let me get to some of your texts. It's 209-362-0522. Yes, Indiana should legalize marijuana because uh, two drunk alcoholics are more likely to fight and two stoners high on marijuana are not going to fight. Probably just chill out and listen to 106.5 FM. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that Rick Anthony is more of a, 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 a stoner listener than us, but I mean, I'm not, not, not saying that either. All right, so the only important factor is money. I get the medical use and some of the side effects. It helps with cancer treatments, et cetera. But what's the prolonged bad effects of recreational use? I will say there, there are some really good studies that suggest marijuana use in, in kids, you know, that are, are even teenagers and 18, 19 years old can have negative impact on brain development until they're like 24, 26 years old. And so um, I think that's a that's a study worth uh, engaging. Here's another one. This reminds me of the Sunday alcohol sales talks. People drove to Michigan for Sunday sales. It's the only way I know what Glean, Michigan is is because my mom used to drive there on Sundays to get beer. All right, let's get to another caller before break. Hey, thanks so much for waiting. Thanks for being on the show. What's your thoughts on marijuana legalization in Indiana? Hey, good afternoon, Nate. Hey, buddy. Um, first, to answer your question about the test, they just they just had an article in the Times, I think, a week ago or whatever. Um, they they got a grant and they handed out a bunch of uh, new. It's like a breathalyzer for that. They test your saliva. Okay, all right. They, so they it did it in they it, did it in Lake County. 
All right, so it can te- detect whether or not you've done it at least somewhat recently or anything like recently, that. Recently, yes. Yep. That, that it's not, yeah, like they said, it could be in your system. Yeah, if you do a blood test and all that, yeah, you can test a lot longer. That's good. But this is to be able to test. I don't know exactly how it does it, but they're doing the, the testing on the stuff right now in Lake County because it's on the border of Illinois. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, and we talked about this when you brought it up, I don't know, a year ago or whatever. Yep. I don't know when it was. Um it, the, it's our, it's our people that are doing that are already doing it, and I said before, what, you want to give them the money to Illinois, crooked Illinois. You want to give the money to Michigan. Uh, you know, imagine you gave the statistic on Michigan. What's the one on Illinois? You know, the people come from Indiana mm-hmm. on that border. It's the same deal. Um, and I said, either give it to those two states, or they're going to give it to the cartel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least from the other two states, they know it's not going to be laced with fentanyl. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that, I'd be kind of leery about that right now. You know, I mean, sure. all the stuff coming over the border. But there, I, I'm not going to say any names. I know someone that retired recently from a police department. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to out him, huh? No. But <laughs> the first thing he did was he said he can't wait till he can leave, do that. He he didn't do it when he was you know on duty or not on duty when he was on the department but once he was done he was done yeah you know he goes to vegas it's legal go to michigan it's legal go to illinois it's legal you know but you come here and you're a criminal yeah you know i've heard so yeah quit quit wasting money on other things i've read some uh thanks so much for calling i've read some data as well well, and again i don't think this is uh peer-reviewed yet or anything but uh, we talk about marijuana being a gateway drug, but also, you know, again, buying marijuana from dealers can be a gateway to harder drugs as well. Your dealer might not have marijuana or something, and then they get these kids or these young adults or something hooked on something else. Certainly, when they go to dispensaries, it's all they're going to be able to buy is is marijuana. So, um, you know, there's there's that part of it too. I, I'm I'm not schooled enough to know, but obviously, we're seeing some things in other states that I think we can learn from. So, we're talking today about marijuana legalization, and we're talking this. Because, again, uh, a recent article that I read said that 60% of uh, marijuana uh, buyers uh, in dispensaries on the border of Indiana and Michigan come from Indiana. And secondly, Stan Maddox did a story, I think, last week on hometownnewsnow.com about New Buffalo, our neighbor right to the north, uh, potentially um, allowing dispensaries. Now in Michigan, each state or each town uh, gets to decide whether or not they're gonna allow for dispensaries. Buchanan, Michigan has, Niles, Michigan has, New Buffalo hadn't. Um, And so now they're talking about potentially allowing it there. And so we're talking about, you know, should Indiana, as we talk about a new legislative session coming up. All right, we're gonna take our final break. Uh, We've got a caller on wait. We'll get to you right after break. If you've got an opinion on this, we still got some time. The Liquor Vault on airline is 219-362-0522. Call me, text me, send me a letter, whatever you want. I'd love to hear from you today. But keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Tire sale on now at both Cannon's locations. Brands like Michelin, Hankook, Hercules, and Cooper. Rebates of up to $160. Free alignment inspection and schedule your fall tune-up. Oil change, tire rotation, brake inspection, and winter-ready inspection. All for $56.02. Don't wait weeks for auto repairs. Same-day appointments available. See the experts at Cannon Automotive. Two great locations. 710 Tyler and 909 Boyd Boulevard. Go further with Cannon's Automotive. Looking for something different? 
Then head to the all-new Michigan City Kia. They have a great selection of Kia sedan, SUV, crossover, hybrid, and electric models to choose from. From the sporty forte to the roomy Telluride to the all-new 2022 Sportage, there's a Kia vehicle to fit every budget and lifestyle. Come in for a test drive and check out the all-new Michigan City Kia today. Or visit michigancitykia.com, now part of the Bob LaCurcio Auto Group. You don't like buying a car this way. Harmony Pools wants to help you create a beach party right in your own backyard. Whether you're looking for a new in-ground pool or in-ground hot tub, they are sure to help you make your backyard dreams come true. Need to schedule your pool closings? Need a liner replaced? Or maybe you're looking for weekly or bi-weekly cleaning contracts? Call for your quote today and don't forget to ask about the many services they offer. 733-0552. Let Harmony Pools turn your backyard into your dream yard. That's 733-0552. The next Once a Month Radio Auction is coming up Saturday, November 20th, following your 8 a.m. news. Join your auctioneer hosts, Dennis and Debbie Sadell, with great certificates for you to bid on from J&K Flowers, Northside Barbecue, Pink Sheep Children's Boutique, Shooter's Bar and Grill, Hatfield Pest Control, The Gold Clipper, Galveston Steakhouse, Casey's Lanes, and Classy Tales Pet Grooming, just to name a few. The next Once a Month Radio Auction, Saturday, November 20th, following your 8 a.m. news here on 96.7 The Eagle. This look at the forecast brought to you by M&R Upholstery, your go-to for reupholstery work since 1974. Locally owned and operated, turning your old into new, commercial and residential, with local pickup and delivery at 613 Andrew Avenue in LaPorte. Michiana Weather. Overcast skies this afternoon with a chance for scattered showers. High of 43, southwest winds 15 to 20 miles per hour. Cloudy tonight, chance for mixed precipitation 32. From the Weather Center at hometownnewsnow.com. Right now, 37. We're waiting to hear from you. Dial or text 3620522 and let us know what you think. That's 3620522. Back to Sound Off on 967 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends, to our final segment of Sound Off. So glad to have you on the show today. Um, so we're talking about marijuana legalization in Indiana. Should the legislator, should our legislators uh, reconsider our ban? Some people say, you know, again, that we have one of the largest uh, pharmaceutical companies in Indiana that is a donor to a lot of our politicians, Eli Lilly. So maybe that's why Indiana won't probably legalize because, again, um, there's there's not a benefit to one of these large companies to, to have it. Now, other people are saying, but we're losing out on a lot of tax, potential tax revenue for roads and schools and things like this that we could be given, like Michigan and Illinois and all these other states have. And so we're talking about what you think should happen here. Should marijuana be, get legalized in Indiana or not? 219-362-0522. Let's get to our, our, our caller on wait here. Hey, thanks so much for waiting. Thanks for calling. What's your thoughts on this? Should Indiana legalize marijuana? Um, well, for starters, I'm 53 years old, and I have MS, and I also have very bad arthritis. I take opiate medicine to control that so that I can even function, and I mean walking. Mm -hmm. I tried years ago when I was a teenager. We've all, well, I can't say everybody, but most have smoked marijuana, whatever. They know what the feeling is. I myself can't take the euphoria feeling. I hate it. But I have tried some of the legalized uh, balm. It's like a balm. 
Okay. And it's got the THC or, and I put it on me and it helped my pain without any kind of feeling other than that. So yes, I am for it because there's other ways to use it versus just smoking and there is other benefits. Yeah, and I'm sure with somebody like you that has an illness you have, I'm sure the doctors can prescribe you other things that are far worse for you than than that. And so, exactly. um, yeah, I understand. I understand the medicinal values of that, and I, I 100% agree with I you. Mean, we I, certainly I allow take morphine and oxycodone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Them are major drugs. Exactly. Uh, highly addictive. When so. I can take that and rub that on the areas that are hurting me, and it helps. Uh, but I can't get it because... I mean, I could get it, but I'm not going to risk yeah, that exactly. and go to jail. Exactly, which I, I think is <laughs> I important. Do it. It's important to hear your your story as well, because um, again, uh, we need to hear everyone's story and how it impacts them. It's not just 21 uh, year old stoners that are wanting to to have marijuana legalized. Actually, quite different in many cases. A lot of people with chronic pain or or illnesses like like this lady has that that would benefit from it. All right, let's um, get to some of our texts here. Um, how can state laws override federal laws? Um, they just do. Um, I, I, I don't know why the, the question is. I mean, there are state laws. Uh, the thing with the federal laws is the federal government has decided not to um, prosecute in some of these ways. Here, here's an interesting thing, though. They're based on federal laws. So, for instance, uh, banks. Uh, banks are federally insured. And so because they're federally insured, if you work at a bank, you have to abide by the federal legal uh, you know, statutes for marijuana. So if you are in a, a state that has legalized it, you still can't get it prescribed for you because your bank uh, does not allow because of their federal until it's federally legalized a bank cannot you know allow you to smoke it and work for them it's really interesting that way all right uh, here's another one no what about lung cancer or other diseases we try to ban or sue tobacco companies and what about drunk drivers now trying to add this to the mix uh, a good uh, uh, pushback there Yes, Indiana should legalize marijuana due to the fact a lot of people that I talk to who are recovering drug addicts fall back into doing hardcore drugs because it clears out of their system quicker than marijuana. And they said they would love to smoke marijuana uh, over the harder drugs. I think it would help, especially LaPorte County's heroin epidemic. I would love to see some studies on that. I'm sure they exist. I just don't know them um, of whether or not marijuana has helped, um, you know, essentially wean people off of harder drugs um here's another one if somebody jumps off a cliff we certainly all should follow that that's that's my mantra really um i just wait for dennis to do things and then i just follow him around all right here's another one even if they legalize it workplaces are still going to do a drug test as mandated by insurance companies it's still federally illegal that's kind of what we talked about earlier um it, it exists in these weird places where some insurance companies and some you know again if you're federally insured um they're not not going to allow that to happen until it's federally legalized, which is why I think a lot of people have been pushing the president, whether it's Trump or or Biden, to do that. Um, a couple more texts, lots of texts coming in today. 219-362-0522. we got a couple minutes left of the show. There is a difference between recreational and medicinal use. Absolutely there is. Um, there's also a, a difference, again, between, um, you know, just uh, the tax revenue of both. I, I, I read this uh, earlier in the show, but 
Michigan, I think in 2020, when it was only medicinal, got $31 million worth of tax revenue. And because they've opened the state up to more uh, recreational use, they're going to get $288 million worth of tax revenue. And I 100% agree with the, the callers and texters that say it's not all about money, and it isn't. I, th- I think you're absolutely right. Um, but as we deal with revenue shortfalls and things like this, and as our first caller said, if you can lower the taxes, of maybe you know your residents by finding other revenue streams. Maybe it's it's worth talking about. That's all. Um, finally, legalized weed they, that pay for roads, county trucks, uh, pay raises, help city uh, and county governments overnight legalize weed. All right, so we've been talking about legalizing weed and things like this, um, marijuana. I, I call it weed just because our last person did, but and what your thoughts are. I've appreciated these uh, conversations. Again, the reason we talked about this is, is Stan Maddox on hometownnewsnow.com. If you're not going to hometownnewsnow.com, you should uh, to get your local news all the way from southern Michigan, southern uh, Berrien County, these kind of things, um, to New Carlisle, to southern LaPorte County. Stan is covering that for you. And and it's free, but Stan had talked about in Michigan and New Buffalo, they're talking about dispensaries and um, legalizing dispensaries there and allowing them. And um, so to give you a preview of what's coming up on Sound Off next Monday, John Boyd, Sheriff John Boyd is on the show. Next Friday, Andrea Kramer who leads a nonprofit for refugee resettlement in South Bend. She's going to be on the show. Then Monday, November 22nd, Chip Jones is going to be in here to talk about the upcoming Laporte basketball season. We're going to talk about high school basketball a little bit more and have another sound off on sports. Monday, November 29th, Mayor Tom Dermody is going to be back if I allow him in the studio. Um, He brought donuts to Dennis Siddell in the morning mayhem, and he has never, not once, not once in the history of him coming on the show, brought me anything other than attitude. And so... um, November 29th, he'll be on the show. So we got some great shows coming up. Uh, again, I appreciate you all listening. I appreciate you calling in, giving your opinions on this. It's important to listen and learn from each other. Um, we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, be good to yourself, be good to others, and keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle.